Into the Woods podcast. I am Ryan Woods. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the End of the Woods podcast. I am your host, Ryan Woods. It is Monday, August 22nd, uh, a month away from the fall solstice. We're getting closer to football season. We're getting closer to fall wedding season. Speaking of, I have a bachelor party this weekend where I'm sure I'll have to take a photo where some random stranger holds one of our phones and we all hold up light beer cans and or glasses of light beer. And someone will caption it something like, here's to the memories I won't remember and the people I'll never forget. Something basic like that will probably happen. I'd assume we'll probably drink a lot of beer. Probably going to be some bourbon involved as people like that. Maybe a cigar or two, but don't tell the women. <laughs> um, yeah, another week, another week down. Episode one sixty five into the woods podcast. How was your guys' weekend? Huh? Was it good? Did you have a good weekend? Was it all you expected it to be, or was it not long enough? Huh? Enough of the fucking office small talk, dude. I went to Sam's Club this weekend, and if you're unaware of what Sam's Club is. Imagine, think of American consumerism. Think of Walmart on steroids. Because the people that work, or that shop at Sam's Club, rather, they were the biggest people I've ever seen in my entire life. I went there to buy flooring. I got 41 boxes of flooring. Because... Allegedly, we need it all. I'm hoping we don't. I'm hoping we can use some for the downstairs, but we're reflooring a lot of this house, man. And apparently, the way the math works, we needed 41 boxes. So that was a damn trip. But anyways, we were at Sam's Club, and there were a ton of just people buying ungodly amounts of food. I, I think I've had a culture shock every time I've gone to Sam's Club where you could buy a gallon of, like a literally a gallon-sized jug of ranch dressing right next to a 87-inch television, and then you can also buy a wedding ring. Oh, and then on top of that, how about you pick yourself up a bouncy house or a grill? anything really think of it think of walmart and then pump it up just think of like you know those spongebob arms that he had that he would blow into to pump them up walmart is like the small little small little arm now think of him just getting jacked then you got sam's club dude i don't know why you'd ever need to shop there unless you have a family and i'll tell you what as well 
those people were humongous. I don't know. Like, they were six feet seven, 350 pounds. Like, they should be playing football coming up. They should be at training camp, not at fucking Sam's Club, dude. And I don't know how you even go through all the food. There was like 15 pound bags of shrimp. You gotta be buying for like, they had to be buying for parties, like Labor Day parties maybe. I don't know, it seems a little too far away. Maybe work outings. That'd be the only explanation I had. It's more than 10 people. Because there's no way you need all that stuff. There's just so much stuff. It was American consumerism times 10. But they had a great deal on flooring. And you know I can't pass up a great deal, dude. So maybe I'm part of the problem. And then I went to Trader Joe's, like the uppity piece of shit that I am. Like the liberal trash came from conservative heaven of Sam's Club where everything's just jacked the fuck up. And now I'm going to Trader Joe's where... Everything is just pretentious as hell. Honestly, there's probably no two different places in the world like Trader Joe's and Sam's Club. And I was at Trader Joe's, and the one thing I will say about Trader Joe's, the one thing, even though it's like the eighth time I've talked about Trader Joe's, the one thing I will say is it's the most uncomfortable checkout experience I've ever had in my life. I don't like when people are like commenting on the things I'm buying. Oh, I really want to try this. Oh, I've heard this is really good. Oh, I have it on good authority. These are good. And I'm just staring at them like, what do I say? Oh, yeah. I should try that sometime. As if I didn't already put it in my fucking cart. What, what is the next step of that conversation? Oh, uh, really? Should I get more? Uh, uh. What am I supposed to do? And I bring my stupid little reusable bags... And I go, yeah, go ahead, fill them up. And they're like, thanks for using reusable bags today. And they say it like a goddamn self-checkout machine. And I'm like, yeah, no, I, you're welcome, I guess. It's really for me, because I don't want to deal with all the fucking paper bags you guys give us. I, I don't understand why you give us so many bags, but whatever. I, I don't know. And then Dana's always so worried about the goddamn eggs. It makes me so fucking mad. She's always so worried about the eggs. I put the bag in. She's like, hopefully that wasn't the eggs. I'm like, you don't even fucking eat the eggs. All right, lady? How about you fucking watch your mouth? Because then it was storming outside. And I, we got an update on our phone that there was a tornado warning because everyone was peering over the edge. They looked like little dogs, little prairie dogs at Trader Joe's. We were like the only people in there. It was like an apocalypse. Like we were standing there and I'm like oh hey we're the only people here except for the workers and they're all huddled up by the window like oh wow and I'm like what's everyone looking for and they're like well there might be a tornado and I'm like huh pardon come again tornado it seems really a nonchalant way to say that yeah there might be a tornado coming through huh what come did you say tornado and the guy goes yeah there might be a tornado might be out east and I'm like, oh, is my house going to be there when I get home? <laughs> I'm like nervous laughing. They're like, yeah, you know, do you live in Madison? I'm like, no, not Wisconsin. I'm talking small town USA. And uh, he goes, no, I go, no. And he goes, all right, you should be good then. It looks like it's in Madison. And I'm like, thanks, guy wearing Hawaiian shirt at work. Thanks, guy wearing Hawaiian shirt at work that doesn't work at a Hawaiian themed restaurant on some beach somewhere, overcharging tourists to put little condoms on their head. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) 
Oh, speaking of being overcharged, talk about it. Goddamn segue. Oh, he's getting good at this. Um, on Friday, I woke up to the sound of just air tools, just hammers and just trucks beeping, generators, nail guns. <laughs> because somebody three doors down was getting their roof redone. Their roof redone. So I look out the window and I go, huh. Isn't that interesting? Because it's 6.30 in the morning. And and then if, I'm going to give you a little backstory. Five months ago, four or five shingles came off the ridge of my roof. And if you're unaware what that is, that's the peak of your roof. There's a little peak and there's shingles on there that aren't normal shingles. They're called uh, the ridge. So <laughs> you learn something new every day. And... They had come off in like March, mid-March maybe, around St. Patrick's Day. I remember my foot didn't work. And I was standing there looking at this thing flying off. And so they came off, never found the nails. And I don't have a ladder tall enough. My garage is like 20 feet tall, maybe 25. I don't know. And the ladder I have goes to the gutter and I can like crawl up. But you know, it's at the top. And I'm not going to crawl across the roof. What do you think I am, Spider-Man? I'm not going to end up falling through the roof. And by the way, I live with somebody who has just anxiety. And so that would give me anxiety. And so knowing that, I would fall through the roof, right? She'd be out there like, be careful. And I'm... And just fall through my windshield. Um, Maybe mercifully, then I'd be paralyzed and people wouldn't expect things from me, you know? They don't talk about how easy those people have it, right? You don't have to do it. Never mind. So anyways, what's the point of this story, Ryan? Well... Backstory is my roof came off. I had it in the garage and I was like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. So I'm like, hey, maybe I'll just walk down there and I'll ask them, hey, you guys want to fix this? You know, I'm thinking 20 bucks, 50 bucks from a little lunch money, whatever. So I see that they go on lunch. They're all sitting on the lawn there in front of the house. So I walk over. Talk about the balls on me, huh? Something out of an old Western movie. Like it's 1930 and I'm just going to go over and barter with these guys. Hey, fellas, you want a lunch money? You want to put these shingles back on my roof? I walk over and I go, the most normal ass shit you could say. I was like, what do I say? What do I lead with? I walk over the wafting smell of that ganj. For you un uncultured people, that's that weed smell. And I was like, hell yeah. And this one guy was just sucking down a bang energy drink. And this other guy was sucking down a cigarette. The other guy was just drinking a pop. And I'm like, whatever, these guys' pee is radioactive. Whatever their pee is pulling up is melting a hole wherever it is. There's no pipe safe from whatever the fuck is coming out of these guys. And I'm just, I walk up and I go, hey, I saw you fellas working this morning. And they go, and this one guy cuts me off. He goes, he's sitting in his truck. He goes, yeah. And I'm like, uh, well, I have a, I have some shingles that fell off my roof a while ago. Uh, you mind, you know, maybe we could work something out where you put them back on today if you guys got time. And he goes, where do you live? And I'm like, three doors down. And he goes, I'll drive over. So he's following me like he's about to abduct me like I'm a little schoolgirl or boy. You know what I mean? I don't, you know, no discrimination over here. And he's. He pulls in my driveway, he points at the garage, he's like, is it that roof right there? And I'm like, yep, it's the garage. And he goes, all right, 200. Later today, one of my guys will be over. And my stomach sinks. I shit it out my stomach. I'm like, $200? 
I might risk it and fall through. I might go up there myself. But I'm assuming they're going to bring the roof, the ladder over, and they're going to pin it up against the side, and it's all going to be good, right? So the guy comes over later to one of his worker friends there, one of his little buddies, comes over, he rings my doorbell, I go outside. This guy was about five foot five, dirty as could be. His jeans were, literally the front of his jeans were cut just down the middle. So they're just open like flaps. And they're only being held up by the waist and the ankles seams. They're cut the whole way down. Almost like it was planned that way. He might as well not have pants on or maybe he's working on some ventilation. You know, maybe he's invented some way to keep his legs cool. I don't know. He might as well not have pants on at this point. But anyways, he's like, is it that roof? You got the shingles? And I'm like, yeah, I opened the garage. I show him to him. He's like, perfect. I'm going to go get a ladder and a hammer. And I'm like, it's probably what you'd need. I kind of laughed. I was like, yeah, you'd need that. And he's like, huh? And I'm like, never mind. And I'm like, all right, I'll see you in a minute. He comes back. He just pins the ladder like I did to clean the gutters out and crawls up there. And I'm like, fuck, I just got, I just got 200 bucks stolen. Damn it. But it's done. You know what I mean? And then the weather came through, the rain and the wind. Can't beat it, man. Oh, and then I called an electrician. But I trusted that guy because he was smoking a cigarette. He came over, he smoked a cigarette the whole time. He was literally up on the roof for 30 seconds. And he comes down and he's like, yeah, it's this spongy material up there. We don't like to use it. So like the nails, they sometimes move. So I put some longer nails in there and I'm like, okay, thanks, man. He's like, no problem. He had two cigarettes behind his ear and he was smoking one. I trusted him. I don't know why. I trusted him. If you're not a, if you're a roofer, roofer, and you don't have two cigarettes behind your ears and in your mouth, one in your mouth lit while you're working, I don't trust you. Because that means you know what you're fucking doing. Because imagine you light, you light the roof that you're working on on fire. Ooh-wee. But anyways, I called this electrician. He answers the phone. He goes, what's up? It's Tony. And I'm like, Tony, I need an outlet. I was like, I need some work done over here. So I'm talking and he goes, uh, yeah, let me call you back when I, when I park or whatever. I'm driving right now. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll talk to you soon. He calls me back five minutes later and he goes, so what did you need done? I'm like, uh, I got a ceiling fan that needs put in and then a, um, two outlets in one of these rooms down here. And he goes, all right, uh, I'll be over later tonight. This was on Friday. Never calls me again. Uh, he calls me Saturday morning. I miss his call. I call him back. Doesn't answer. All good. I literally called him back a minute later. Don't know what the fuck happened to him. Call him back 20 minutes later. He goes, what's up? I'm like, yeah, you said you were going to stop by yesterday. He's like, oh, you're the ceiling fan and outlets. I'm like, yeah, ceiling fan and outlets. He goes, yeah, no, I'll stop over today. I'm like, cool, yeah. Just see what I need. I'll stop over today, see what we're working with. I'm like, all right. So he comes over. He, like two, he said he'd be over in an hour. He came over two hours later. Not a big deal. So it's like 1.30. He's over here. He's looking. He just looks at the ceiling. He's like, you want it right there? I'm like, right there. And he goes, all right, where's the outlets? So I go take him downstairs. He's like, all right, I'll put four right here. And I'm like, cool, I'll run a wire. I'll add a breaker. All right, I'll run to Home Depot. Get it, I'll be back Monday. I'm like, cool. So Dana and I are, are floating on air now. We're finally getting this shit done. And then he uh, calls me on our, we're on our old people walk. Where, by the way, late night Friday, these two dogs or barking, and Dana couldn't see him, so she starts getting anxious. She's like, you know, I don't like dogs when I can't see them, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, stop being a little, stop being a little fucking bitch, blah, 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 blah. You know, we're getting into a domestic dispute in public, which is always a fun thing. And then 
all of a sudden we're walking home and I'm like, dogs are nothing to be afraid of. Literally these two people let their dogs off the leash and they come running at us. And I'm like, God, if there is a God, fuck you. Because now I got to deal with that when I get home. And she's literally on the way home. She's like, dogs are, dogs are so fun. Bah, 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 bah. I'm like, stop, see, stop, 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 stop. But anyways, this guy, he calls me on our, we were on our old people walk. It was like 2.30. He had been gone for like 45 minutes. He's like, hey, <laughs> hey, he's got this like, nervous laugh. I'm like, what's up, man? He goes, you know, I said we'd be there Monday. I'd be there Monday. He's like, yeah. He's like, well, actually, I'm busy Monday, apparently. I'm like, yeah. And this guy, like, I trusted him because the way he walked, he had like a limp. You know, his knee was all fucked up. His rotator, he was complaining about his rotator cuff. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. This is exactly what I need. He smoked cigarettes, too. I mean, does it get any better, dude? I'm like, this is the man for the job. He was a little bit wonky. You know what I mean? He always gave you a little too much information. And then... <laughs> He's like, hey, what about, uh, you busy today, by chance? I'm like, mm, I didn't really have anything planned. No, I could be home. He's like, cool, what if I, I'm going to go to Home Depot now with my mom. Lives with his mom. Uh, Italian. And um, <laughs> the most Italian guy you've ever seen. But, like, not those fake Italians, like the mobsters. I'm talking, like, Northeast Ohio Italian. Like, just kind of, you know, he's short, he's five foot five, you know, whatever. And broad shoulders, big hands. Sometimes <laughs> sounding like I'm about to auction them off. Whoa. Anyways, um, he's like, I'll be over around four o'clock. I got to go get some flooring from my mom with my mom. And then we'll be, I'll be over. I got to stop, pick up the truck, all the ladder and the stuff. And I'll be over. I'm like, cool, man. See you then. Um, so he comes over, he tells us about the flooring for Sam's club. That's how we ended up there. And then he does the outlets downstairs and he starts like giving me little tidbits of information. Like he starts kind of, um, he starts kind of like dropping little, like he, like, we were friends, not like he was, like I'm paying him for his services. It's more like now he's venting, like I'm now his therapist, which I don't know if he knows this, but dude, I, I do the talking, okay? I'm not too much of a listener. I do the talking. I don't know if you heard the the room you're putting the outlets in. That's called a, that's a podcast studio. So I don't know if you fucking understand. But anyways, he's, he starts talking about his narcissistic parent, his mom, his narcissistic sister, he talked about how he moved to North Carolina after he got divorced because his wife was might have been banging this guy that he was that he was uh, when he was off playing softball. So Northeast Ohio, that's such a Northeast Ohio fucking thing, right? To go play softball all the fucking time. I don't know if everyone else does that, but men's league softball around this motherfucker, dude, it's off the fucking rails over here, and people take it seriously. So don't fuck with people about their softball, anyways. Um, he's just like dropping these little hints. He's talking. It took him two hours to get the outlets in, which I mean seemed a little bit long. He was fucking with the holes above the ceiling. I don't know. But then, but then, we go upstairs to do the um, to do the uh, ceiling fan, and so he has to cut the ceiling out. So he has to get in the attic. And the thing about my house here is that the attic is literally just an oven. Um, it might as well be just thousand degrees at all times. I moved a little wood plank for him to get up there. Like there's a little wood, little piece of plywood up there covering the um, the attic hole that's in the closet. He's like, this is the only access point. I'm like, yep. He's like, no problem. I'll crawl up there. Puts the ladder in there. He gets up there and he starts cutting the hole out. It's he comes back down. He's like, you got a you got a bathroom? At first I thought he said he had a bat. I was like. He's like, you got Batman? 
And I'm like, Batman? He's like, no, no, bad, Batman. I'm like, Batman? He's like, no, no, bath vent. I'm like, yes, bath vent. I have a bath vent. And he goes, yeah, you got a hole in the hose. I'm like, huh? He's like, yeah, you're just blowing all that moisture up there. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. I'm like, what's wrong with it? He's like, there's a hole in it. Big hole. I'm like, how the fuck does that happen? He's like, I don't know. You could buy a new one. They're cheap. I'm like, what's it look like? He's like, you know, the back of a dryer? I'm like, duh. <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> yeah, of course I do. I'll buy that. He's like, cool, cool, cool. I need this. T- he needed to grab like his cutter and his tools and whatever. And he crawls back up there. And remember, I said it was hot as fuck. Like he said it was going to be cool because it was six o'clock. And I was like, I don't know how you think. I was like, I don't know how you think this works. But like, there's no vent up there. Apparently not because there's a fucking hole in the hose. But there's really no vent up there. Like there's just a glass. There's just a plastic window covering the only opening of light. So he goes back up. And he's, he's cutting it out, and he's up there for, like, 20, 30 minutes, maybe. Because there's metal in my ceiling for some reason, like, metal mesh. So he's up there, like, it's really fucking annoying. And then, anyways, he comes down, and the attic is so hot, this man came out with thoughts. This man came out of the attic with thoughts of a man who spends a lot of time on the Internet. He came out of the attic was so hot, he came out upset. He came out bigoted. The attic heat made him a little bit, it pushed him one way or the other. He came down and he was like, he's covered in sweat. He's covered in dust and, and fucking probably asbestos. And he's covered in like uh, insulation. He's just breaking out almost. It's disgusting. He's like, can I get a, can I get a towel of water with water and soap on it? And I'm like, yeah, no, sure. No problem. Whatever, man. Because I'd help him work. Like, I was helping him out. I basically became his little lackey and I was holding the flashlight. Like, you know what I mean. He didn't expect me to do anything real, which was smart of him. And so he comes over and he just like starts talking. He goes, what if we had a wet? And I was like, what? He's like, what if we had wet? You know, they got bet. What if we had wet? And I go, you mean like, what if we had W-E-T, like B-E-T, like black entertainment television? Like, what if he had white? He's like, yeah. I'm like, I don't know, man. And he's like, yeah, and every month now, there's something new. There's new new appreciation month. Every month, there's a, there's a gay music appreciation month. What's that? What's the deal with that? And I just stopped. I was like, I was stunned. I was like, what? I was like, what was up in the, what was in the attic? Like, was the attic that hot that, like, ghosts were talking to you about, like, what the fuck was up there? The the attic heat made the man come down bigoted. He was completely normal. I mean, he said a few crazy things about Deshaun Watson up there, or down in the basement. He said a few crazy things that I'll get to here in a second. But he he really just came down firing. He was wiping his knees because they're all dusty, and he's just like, every month nowadays we got a gay music Mexican appreciation month, and I'm like, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what that attic heat did to you, but man, it turns you into something. He goes, yeah. And then he put the ceiling fan up and he left. I paid him 250 cash. He definitely blew that at the casino because he's like, I'm going to go to the jack after this. And I'm like, the casino? And he's like, yeah, thistle down. I was like, you bet horses? He's like, nah, I just play slots. I'm like, cool. Cool, dude. Have a fucking great night. I'll call you if I need anything else because I know he gambled all that money away and I know he lost it. That's exactly what I need. I need somebody who has everything to gain 
and I, everything to lose and everything to gain at the same time. He's already losing it. I'll give it to him. He's like, we can put a switch in here, lights in here. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. We'll do whatever. But speaking of Deshaun Watson, I got into a Twitter exchange this weekend, which is the gayest thing you can say. I tweeted at Mina Kimes. If you're unaware who that is, of whom that is, she works at ESPN. She is a personality, talks NFL, basketball, so on and so on. And she had tweeted about Deshaun Watson, and I had I had come back here at her with my newest thing, which is I say, hey, don't you work for that company that like gave Ben Roethlisberger like a heroic send-off like eight months ago? I'm just seeing that that's a little hypocritical, right? Because like, now if we take away the guilt factor here, we're assuming guilt in both these cases, which is a, is a dangerous game to play. I'm assuming he's guilty, both of them. Uh, I know one was one had to settle in court, I think. Ben Roethlisberger, I'm unaware. I just know he's a bad person, and everybody treated him like a hero against the Browns. Maybe it's because I'm a Browns fan. Of course it is. You know what I mean? Of course it is. And But if I'm looking at it objectively, why do we care? Why did you think the NFL was going to care? But I'm like, you work for this company that doesn't seem to care, so like, why do you act like you care? And all these people came at me with the old, old-timey shit, dude. Um, you host your podcast on Apple. Don't you think that Apple... Uh, pays the Chinese government. So don't you think you're actually helping child labor and um, poor working conditions in China? And I had to, I answered those people like, um, actually, Apple doesn't send me a check, as in ESPN sends Mina a check. And then uh, Apple doesn't need me on their platform. They just allow me to use it. The Apple Podcast app, if you're unaware, comes on every Apple device. Even the Apple TV comes on every device. So I'm not sure that I'm the one driving activity to the Apple Podcast. I can actually promise you I'm not the one driving activity to the Apple Podcast app. They're going to be fine without me. If I died, they wouldn't even know. Sad thing to say out loud. I've been doing this 165 episodes. It's all good, dude. It's all good. Let's just be honest with each other. Then I got called a misogynist because I don't, um, because I didn't call out any men at ESPN. And I go, well, I don't follow any of them. And I'm not a misogynist. I would have the same rapport for them that I did for for Mina here. I'm only misogynist two times in two scenarios. The first being the engagement process for marriage. Okay? I don't don't like it. I don't like that. Imagine if it was flipped. Here, just flip the scenario. Women, you're going to buy me expensive thing. And I'm going to, in my whole premise... Is that it needs to be expensive, so I say yes. And then Dana, I, I did this for Dana. I did this exact joke for Dana, and she was like, she was like, um, actually, I don't want you to get me. I want you to get me this, and it's like not a, it's sustainably sourced and everything, ethically sourced. It's not a blood diamond. And I'm like, no, no, no. So you're getting a blood diamond. I want you to get one where they are, you know, those pictures of those kids that come on late night Comedy Central, like if for 19 cents a day, you could save a kid. Because he's in the mines. And I'll be like, no, 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 you're getting one of those. Yep. She's like, really? I'm like, no. Fuck, you're going to probably get the cheapest one because I'm a fucking cheapskate, dude. And we, if we're going to keep buying 41 boxes of flooring, I'm going to be broke. He brings it around. And I'm the only other time I'm, misogyn- I'm a misogynist. My misogyny really comes out in this moment exactly. It really comes out. The misogyny deep in me comes out when I see... A woman, a white woman, to be frank, a white woman 
driving in a three-row SUV, I always think, what does her husband do for work? Those are my most misogynistic thoughts. I don't really have anything else. I don't care, actually. I have so little care. Do I want women to be jerked off on and have to rub anuses in massage parlors? No, I do not. But did I think that the NFL would have some morality and stand with women? No, because I'm not a goddamn idiot. Because if we've learned anything in life, if you're very good at something, you can do very bad things and not much will happen to you. Okay? Or if you have a lot of money. I, example, politicians and bankers and a lot of power and oil companies. You know what I mean? Maybe we should care about those things more than we care about the standard we hold athletes to. That's just me. We can hold them all to the same athlete or the same standard. Okay? I'm not trying to say one is more than the other. I'm just saying we should start at the top. Okay? Then start punching down rather than just punching at the easiest ones. Is that what I'm trying to say? I don't fucking know. What are you trying to say, Ryan? Listen, I'm just a guy. I'm just that crazy guy you sat next to at the bar who's spilling a little bit too much of his life story onto you. Okay? Don't take what I have to say with any amount of fact and or final, I don't know, what? What's the word? Who gives a shit? I think that's all I had this week, huh? Got my little pink grapefruit Perrier, little sparkling water here, flavored carbonated mineral water. If you're addicted to like seltzers, these might be good for you. Try those out for size if you're if you're an alcoholic. You know, that's my tip of the week. Anyways, that's all I had this week, folks. Uh, thanks, you guys, so much for listening. Uh, follow me at the links below. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're almost at 80 subscribers. We keep bouncing back and forth, you know? But anyways, love you guys. Thanks for thanks for listening. Uh, enjoy your week. Be safe. I know I won't be. Am I right? Bachelor party. Woo! Love you guys. Peace. Baby's gone with the wind